0: If you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you're watching The Mandalorian, Jack and I have a podcast for
1: you. Every week we'll discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian and talk about other great content and maybe some not so great content on Disney Plus as well.
0: As two lifelong Star Wars fans we have a ton of fun geeking out over all the little details of the show
1: and we want you to join us every Monday. So search for Disney Plus Reviews. That's Disney, P-L-U-S Reviews. Hey, Phil, how about that Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda says that's a podcast. Well, come back, film fans, to a brand <laughs> new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me to the left is Drew Douglas. What? what? Don't you mean, pop, pop, are you in love with the new phrases for Community Season 2 yet? Season 2 brings the heat. In case you were wondering, film fans, this is not a community cast. We just like talking about community all the time, every single day. Welcome, if this is your first time, thanks for joining us. We are a podcast that normally talks about film, and in this episode, we are talking about film, TV, music sometimes novels, just all pop culture, because this is a pop culture pickum. This is an episode where we talk about the month of June and three things that we're most excited, and we want to share those things with you. But first, before we get into that, let's talk about what we covered in May. Would you describe May as the pop culture month being kind of a dump of a month? Oh, jeez. This particular month or May in general? May for pop culture overall.
0: because It's hard because we're not getting a lot of awesome movies.
1: And we're slowly getting back into the swing of things, I think, maybe, because they're, well, except for Netflix, there's just so many things that they have in their arsenal that they just keep releasing. So it's just nonstop. But I will say, though, on... The before we end up releasing this episode, there was one really cool pop culture thing that I had as number three, and there's a lot to choose from it. It's the new HBO Max. Oh, it's good. So have you already made your list, gone through and started adding things to your watch list yet? I've added a lot. And one thing I love about
0: this already is HBO Now, which is what I had, they didn't have profiles, and you can. This is just a very simple thing, but I can set up a profile. My family can as well for HBO Max.
1: I noticed that as soon as I did the update because I used HBO now, and on reading about HBO Max, it was like HBO just kept saying, "Hey, you'll you'll get updated overnight. The app, you'll be able to keep using it." But that wasn't the case. I actually had to go into the app store and update the app itself, and then it refreshed, and then HBO now became HBO Max.
0: There's a huge catalog of movies from TCM, a lot Mm. of classics, which I enjoy. There's a lot of stuff missing, though. It has this huge DC, um, I guess, EU collection, yet no Man of Steel, which is strange to me. We have no
1: Watchmen.
0: No Watchmen, even though HBO has the Watchmen series.
1: I am the most upset about that. Specifically, since we have the announcement that Snyder is coming out with Zack Snyder's Justice League, which, by the way, have you heard the whole announcement? Not only in terms of them paying, it's around $30 million, but now the execs are saying it's going to cost much more than that?
0: He, I think, said something along the lines of, I wish it was $30 million. Ooh. I'd say go all in, though they've already said this will not spawn sequels or anything, which I find strange. Very Just strange. do this and then extend from that point, if it's done
1: right. I guess that's, if this does well and it's well-received, I bet they do still. Let me ask you, do you think if they release, when they release this Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, that this will reset the timeline and we will go from the darkest timeline back to the brightest timeline? Give me some more time and
0: I think as soon as um, the new James Bond is in theaters, then we're we're out of the darkest timeline.
1: At least we have Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace on HBO. Those are two of the James Bond. And then there's the old school Casino Royale as well. Which
0: I've never seen. I have no interest in watching that.
1: I need to watch it. I I have it added to my list. But... Like you said, do you like the fact they literally did a rip of Disney Plus with the new app for HBO Max because you can choose between HBO and TCM, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. There are like six different options that you have. Do you like that? You can select those and go through those categories itself.
0: I think it's great so far. And I love that I'm spending the exact same amount that I was on HBO now. I really want to return to Watchmen, the director's cut. Yeah, this is, I was going to go back to that and say, the only thing that matters is if that's the DC. Because that's the best version. And I'm, I think
1: I stand by saying
0: that's my favorite comic book movie of all time.
1: Now, isn't Dawn of Justice, that is also, there's a director's cut and that's like 30 minutes longer, right? Something yeah. like that? It's, I believe, three hours and it is pretty dope. I wish they would add that too because I checked and they just have the theatrical version that's on HBO Max now.
0: Let's come to my house and we can watch it.
1: I, I, I'd i like to see it. I've been craving it. That one I
0: feel like if you're going to watch a version, watch that one because it fleshes out Superman and
1: Clark Kent a little bit more. It's more of a Superman film. And we get more of that warehouse fight scene.
0: No, that's the same thing.
1: Oh, that sucks. Sorry. There, there. That would have been cool to see more of that. Or we just get, we just have to go to Netflix and watch Extraction. HBO Max though,
0: thumbs up so far. I've added like, I have like eighteen things in my in my uh, profile at the moment.
1: No joke. I am finished with it. But earlier, I was scrolling and scrolling, and it took me probably five minutes of nonstop scrolling. Most of my list consists of TCM. I've added. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. And uh, don't forget Suicide Squad. The director's cut, the air cut.
0: It's not the air cut. That doesn't exist yet. Can't wait for it. The problem with this Snyder cut thing is, and I love that they're doing this, I, it's very, very exciting to me, but it's opening up the doors for everybody wanting now the Ayer cut mm. or the Josh Trank cut of Fantastic Four, and he's just like, nah, you don't need it. You've but got components. Now we feel like we can just
1: fight for um, all these cuts that really should have been done right the first time. What, what do you have to say about that? Is that right? or Because I know Ridley Scott has been infamous for returning to Blade Runner. And he just keeps going back to that well and having a new cut basically every year. Well, we, now, I mean, he, now he's done. He got his final version. Would you? Is this a good thing that we are getting different versions or these director cut versions? I'm I'm okay with it, but I always go back
0: to these studios know what they're greenlighting. They read the scripts and they see the final thing. Why are we, just let them do what they want to do? And if it fails, it fails. Yeah. If they would have, if they would have let Snyder do what they, what he wanted to do from the beginning, three years ago, four years ago, they wouldn't be spending fifty million dollars right now to get it done right. Especially, I guarantee no matter if this is good or bad, people are going to see it and love it because yeah. it is not what we saw before with that other cut that Whedon is getting slammed for that. And I think Whedon is overrated, but he, it's not his fault that movie turned out to be what it was. Yeah. He was just brought in to
1: try to fix, quote unquote, fix it. So when will we get the Lorda Miller cut of Han Solo's movie? Never. <laughs> yeah. I, I just keep waiting for Disney.
0: Solo cut as fine as is. I want that as a Disney Plus series, by the way. That's one of my biggest
1: wants. I, I love Solo. More than that, I would like to see a Lando series with Donald Glover. Bring them all back six episodes a season. That would be
0: freaking dope. Solo or yeah, Lando? And you, and no, you br- incorporate Lando into it as well. Remember, wasn't Lando rumored as a film and then Solo like bombed?
1: Yep. And that was just swept away. Well, from my understanding there, Disney Plus or Disney, they're still considering doing a Lando. I think it's going to be the old Lando and then a young Lando. It would be great if we have old Lando telling stories of his young (laughs) self. You've got Disney Plus, right?
0: I do. I need to start easing back on what I have because I have Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max, which I already had. I get stars. Mm. I have Amazon Prime, which is its own thing, basically. I need to probably cut two of those. Which two do you think you'd cut? I use Disney Plus the least, but I also just like having it for all the Star Wars stuff and the MCU stuff. Uh, I would cut stars, even though that's fairly cheap. And It's
1: like five bucks a month or less. Yeah, it's, really, like it's super cheap. It's it's just
0: you watch one thing and it's worth it. Cool. Um, and I use Hulu a lot too. I wouldn't really want to get rid of
1: anything. I'm waiting on the Hulu deal because the last two years they've had on Black Friday basically 99 cents for a month, and so all year you pay 12 bucks. I did not get that deal this past year, and I should have done that.
0: Well, they had the deal too, where it's it's Hulu, Disney Plus, and and ESPN Plus. The problem is the Hulu is the ad version, and I ain't doing that. Mm. I'm not doing ads. I will spend money on each individual one.
1: To, yeah. Just just so that you can cut corners on that. I did that with CBS All Access. By the way, CBS All Access is a complete waste.
0: Y- Do you have it? No. You know? I, okay. I, we got it for Twilight Zone, and it was quickly canceled the moment that the oh. final episode aired.
1: Yeah, I was lucky enough because during this last season of Survivor, Winners at War, I got it, and it was a full month. And I believe originally CBS All Access, it was a week? free trial or something like that so during the whole pandemic they gave you a full month i got it and then i was making my way through season four of the original twilight zone and then it cut me off in the middle of an episode i'm like all right you're done like i love me some twilight zone but i'll just go to my dad who's got the blu-ray and dvd collection and i'll just get the blu-rays from him and believe finish season four those are all on
0: um hulu as well Oh, I think I, Hulu and Netflix,
1: I believe, has all of it. Wonder I know one Nef- of those two. Netflix has all of the seasons minus season four, which is Man. the hour long episode.
0: I want to say that Hulu has it, but I could be wrong.
1: That's also the tape season where they use tape to cut down on the cost of the show. And you can also see that it looks significantly uh, lesser quality.
0: Mm. I hope that's not states. a sign for uh, things to come with Twilight Zone season two. Ooh. So I guess CBS All Access is like rebranding itself. Oh, really? It's getting a facelift, and that might—I think maybe a name change around the time Twilight Zone is coming huh. out.
1: Well, CBS All Access. There are some good shows. You mentioned Twilight Zone. We've got The Stand. We've got new photos. That they got are out. good stuff coming out.
0: No, none of these stations though. CBS should not be making you pay to watch their normal network stuff. That's it,
1: asinine. It's so dumb.
0: That's is cheap, Peacock? and it's just like, I won't be doing that. Will Peacock
1: do the same thing? I actually don't know a lot about Peacock. Peacock
0: has a free version, which okay. is
1: you have ads, but it's like content, a, a certain amount of content for free. Which is what CBS All Access should do. Which is what anybody should be doing if they're network television. I know ABC does that, and then just ABC, but Peacock being the NBC version... They, they, man, that is ridiculous. That CBS is basically screwing over their viewers. CBS has the stand, which is wait, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's CBS. That's yep. going to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited for that. I will pay for that.
0: I would, I'll pay for that, and I'll, I'll honestly pay for Twilight Zone since they're playing Hardball. We're trying to get early episodes.
1: That's right. So CBS Interactive, we're reaching out to you to to try to get screeners for this because we. Are excited. We want to cover this again, but yeah, I guess the verdict. HBO Max, thumbs up from both of us. It's great. I love it. Just but
0: imagine if you're spending fifteen a month. The amount of stuff I've already added that I want to watch or I haven't seen is well worth the cost. Plus, I just I already had HBO to begin with. I like HBO.
1: So my subscription to HBO ended two days before Max came out, and I locked in the promotion, which costs less for HBO Max than it does for Netflix in a month.
0: Mm.
1: I'm paying 11.99 for HBO Max and then with Netflix it's 13 bucks. So Ooh. it's yeah, it's it's awesome because I now have those two things and my girlfriend's got Disney Plus and we end up splitting that. I give her my HBO mm-hmm. and then she has her own Netflix and then we have family uh, Prime basically. And she will occasionally get Hulu. I actually don't have Hulu. But if I had Hulu, I don't know if I'd ever leave my home. (laughs) Because there's so much. I was looking at HBO Max in my list, and I was stressing out over how much I added. Hulu still has community, by the way. So if you haven't watched it and you do not have
0: Netflix, watch it on there. Oh. Greatest show of all time, as we've been covering.
1: Well, yeah. Well, you'll hear a lot more from us on that. All right, so we mentioned, teased in the last podcast episode, that we were going to cover number two pick for me of the month of May, The Love Burns. And that is the Camille Nanjani and Issa Rae Netflix film that came out on May 22nd. And that is your new favorite film.
0: We were going to do an entire episode on it. And I was just completely honest with you. And I said, I have nothing to say about this movie. I oh. did not like it, <laughs> I did not find it funny. I think there's been a handful of movies in the in the past that have done the exact same thing that actually worked. This date is like night. an unfunny date night. It's an unfunny eyes wide shot. Oh. I just thought the whole thing was... I mean, it's an hour and a
1: half long. It went by quick, but I thought the whole thing was stupid. Did you think that the leads had any chemistry or none at all? Um, yeah, I mean, they were fine. Did it make you want to watch any Camille or Issa films or TV shows? No. I You know what's interesting?
0: I had just watched Stuber going into this movie, and I actually thought Stuber was a lot of fun.
1: Stuber, bef- when that came out in the theaters, my girlfriend really wanted to see it. But it was interesting. She's not a huge Camille fan. But we went in, we watched it, and we both had a lot of fun with it. And Lovebirds, it's one of those that, would you say not to stream for that? I, I would have a hard time recommending that.
0: it. It was a movie that was supposed to come out in theaters. It was a Paramount film. Mm -hmm. And then obviously
1: it goes to Netflix. And you would think it was made for Netflix
0: because it's just so bland.
1: There, You know, it's interesting because there are certain moments in the movie that are polished and then other moments that almost seem like it was unfinished. Like they left it unfinished or maybe it was cut. I don't know. But regardless, they spent significantly less money to produce this film as what it cost for Date Night. But if you remember from Date Night, that also had some pretty big-name cameos. I won't spoil that. but And that was also interesting because that was at the peak of Steve Carell and Tina Fey's fandom, like their rise to stardom. Lovebirds, obviously, Issa and Camille, they've, they've got a base, but it's not quite the to the degree of Carell and Tina Fey.
0: I don't th- and again, I don't think they're the reason the movie doesn't work. It's just not funny. I didn't think it was funny or original in any way. Uh, I would say don't stream it. I don't know. I have a, again, I always have a hard time doing that because if it's, if you're at home and you have nothing
1: to do and it's free on Netflix, why not give it a shot? My girlfriend and I, we turned into a, literally a date night where got some pizza, got some wings, and got a chow. <sighs> Sounds two, good. Got, got we did
0: that too, actually. It wasn't, it wasn't that food. We had Chinese food, but. Oh. And and some Andy's ice cream. Shout out to Andy's if you want to, I don't know, sponsor the podcast.
1: Yeah, we would we would love some sponsor dollars. Or just
0: <laughs> I just want ice cream. Yeah.
1: We'll take a <laughs> ice night. But that sounds like a good movie night for sure. But we that's what we did. We sat down, we ended up watching this movie, and that's basically what pandemic date nights look like. And Actually, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that.
0: And it, um my fiance is moving in or moving her stuff in cuz we're getting married in a couple weeks. So she has nothing in her living room basically. So we we pumped up an air mattress and watched it on that. So that kind of added to the fun. It was a fun <laughs> setting. Um and she laughed a few times and she said I would never watch that again, but she didn't hate it like I did. Ooh. Hate's not a word. It's just something when you watch it and you're like, I just that's fu- it's whatever. I I don't I don't necessarily hate it, which is probably worse. I just don't ever want to see it again.
1: It was a movie that made my girlfriend laugh a lot, and she loved it. And she wanted to watch it again as soon as it ended.
0: Didn't it kind of remind you, and it's a little different, it's a tweaked version, but like of Queen and Slim?
1: It reminded me, now that you say that, because of that reason, that specific thing, yes, but it reminded me of a few other things. But the the one thing that comes to mind is Date Night. Like that's the that's the one movie that I kept thinking back to. And it's different enough. But the one idea of them like going to the police, it was funny because my girlfriend's like they just they just need to do that. Why not? Why? And she was so upset with them not going to the police. I mean, I get it to the degree of why they ended up taking that approach. And of course, that's answered later on in the film. But it's one of those scenarios that. I I was okay with that. I was I was along for the ride. Poof. I'd rather what? get kicked in the chest by a horse than sit and watch <laughs> that movie again. That's that's a gag in the film. And if you remember the trailers, that was what ended the first trailer, and it was Camille choosing to get kicked by a horse rather than get greased to the face. Well, you know one thing that I'm worried about being stupid, and I don't think it will be, I've heard good things, but it's my number one pick for me, Space Force. Mm. I've actually heard very mixed things. Oh, really?
0: I honestly have no interest in watching that.
1: And one, I know one Greg Daniels uh, story that's on Amazon right now, brand new show, Upload. Have you watched that? I haven't yet. I need to. Because Greg Daniels, he is also behind Space Force, and which he and Steve Carell collaborated on. I've wanted to watch Upload. I have actually not seen any trailers for that until I started logging on to Prime more. And then when you go into the app, and then the trailer pops up. I kept getting that trailer nonstop. It's nonstop. But there's a while where I wasn't going into that because I was using HBO. It was HBO and CBS All Access until that expired. Are you ready to jump into the month of June? What's your number three deal? Before we jump in, do you have any runners up, something that didn't make your list that you'd like to talk about? I have one that I totally forgot about until about 15 minutes
0: ago. Ooh. I'm not gonna say it because I think it's on your list though. So I'm gonna start with numero three. Okay. It's new music from Haim.
1: It's
0: called Women in Music Part 3. It's the third album from the band, and it comes three years after the release of their somewhat disappointing, in my opinion... Oh sophomore album
1: comes out june 26th you know what now that you bring that up their sophomore album i remember downloading that on spotify and listening to that when i was out cycling and thought it was okay
0: like it it was was, okay it's just okay lyrically i think it's way too simple every song sounds the same lyrically yeah um and the and their debut um i think is so good that it's hard to top that and they took a lot of time making the second album and i i just don't think it works but what I've heard from this new
1: record sounds freaking awesome. Is it something that they ended up making this as kind of like a trilogy for the first, second, and third album, or this is just...
0: You know, I haven't spoken to them in a while, so I, I don't entirely know. But I would assuming based off the name of this album, that, yeah, maybe that's the idea.
1: Unfortunately, they did not make my list for June, but I've got a mix. I've got... It's all streamable content on Netflix, HBO, and CBS. And number three, what ended up making it, you may find this to be strange. I was surprised I ended up adding this, but for some reason, the trailer caught my attention. And I like what I see, and I'm really curious because I never watched the original show. Let me guess. What is it? Perry Mason. Yes.
0: Yeah, that was almost on mine, too. That is really? That was freaking awesome. I've never seen it either, but I, this new one looks awesome.
1: Yeah, so that comes out on HBO Sunday the 21st. And what's crazy, like I said, never watched it. And I remember my dad, I was talking to him about it. But he was intrigued by this. But the synopsis of the new Perry Mason in a booming 1932 Los Angeles, a down and out defense attorney takes on a case of a lifetime. I love noir stories, and this has all of the ingredients to make this really, really cool. I'm down. I can't wait. I'm pumped. It looks
0: 21st? That's, that's a while.
1: Mm hmm. Mine's scattered. I've got a nice mix. Normally, my picks are all lumped together. Not this time. Most of my stuff's lumped together.
0: What's your number two? My number 2 is uh, more music it's from the band Phantom Planet oh. it was originally set to come out back in May I was it's hoping- it's the fifth album it's called Devastator Consume you, spit you out
1: of time and space don't know how long i've been in exile from the warmth of your embrace but i've rolled these
0: windows open june 19th have you ever listen to phantom planet
1: i have listened to clips of theirs i've never listened to a full song oh. yeah. um
0: i honestly think that their self-titled third album is one of the absolute best pop albums of the last i don't know 20 years
1: are you gonna pump
0: to them tonight i always do oh they've never quite reached the level of that album for me but they always have good songs like, their last album, which was a long time ago, uh, I don't think is good front to back, but they have some real, like, the first four tracks are really good. I'm I'm happy to have them back, because I thought they were done. I thought they were done-zo. You know, did Schwartzman they... used to be in the band, right? Really? He's I... on the first two albums, and he did uh, drums on the, I think, the first five tracks of the self-titled album, which is their
1: third one. Oh, wow. I actually did not know that. That's... That's really cool. Did they announce that they were done, or they just went on a hiatus without any announcement? They, said, they say now, because I've been doing a lot of, uh, just reading a lot of interviews, and Alex, the lead singer,
0: said, we never officially ended. We just kind of went and did our own thing, and then we just started playing music again. I thought they had said that they were done after the, like, three or four years ago. So mm. it's good to have them back.
1: I may have to do a pairing of that and go back and watch Darj Willing Limited.
0: the the darjeeling limited
1: man i just saw that movie i love it
0: yeah he's great in that he's got an awesome mustache
1: and he also co-wrote that had no idea until i saw that
0: i mean he's co-written a lot of stuff with wes anderson
1: it's uh, that might be my favorite anderson film
0: i like when anderson writes with owen wilson i think that is that comes up they come up with the best material
1: bottle rocket that's all i can say Mm. you like that right it was good. It's good. But it was like a raw, it was a stripped down version that did not seem like a Wes Anderson film.
0: Oh, I don't know. I think a lot of the dialogue is very Wes Anderson. Dialogue, There's yes. There's the seedlings of what he's going to become.
1: My favorite, and so my, oh man, it's so good. But it's the final scene with Owen Wilson. And he, without spoiling anything, he is freaking them out by talking about an escape plan and I love their reactions because I can only imagine being in their shoes and this guy who is not quite all there and he's basically could end up costing me my life. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, it's, it's a good one. It's, it's, it's definitely I, worth it. It's that.
0: not like... I think Wes Anderson's really gone off the deep end with oh. like his life... He hasn't done anything great for me since we'll say Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think we've talked about this, mm, but mm-hmm. his last live-action movie that I think is really good is Darjeeling. And up until, I think he's like a parody of himself at this point.
1: That's what I know a lot of people keep saying, critics, that, that is, and I know that critics love him and adore him, but I keep reading that he's now like so, so self-indulgent that he is mimicking his work. And it's the most, I keep hearing, the most Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson film, which is going to be The French Dispatch. I mean, he's
0: out. lost his mind, I think, but we'll find out. I can't say I have any interest in, in that movie other
1: than the plot, I guess, is interesting. And then he always has a, a, a really good cast. All you got to do, speaking of losing minds, go back and watch Isle of Dogs. Gosh, I did not like Isle of Dogs.
0: <laughs> I, I walked away going, man, he hates dogs. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing I could think about.
1: That's actually a really good point. I wonder if Wes is a cat guy. He seems sure like a cat he... guy. I don't know. He's very creative,
0: but he's got, I feel like he's got his head shoved so far up his pooper at this point. Ooh. <laughs> and I know all these critics go gaga over his movies now, but he has not done anything good in almost 15 years. Man. Live action wise. I liked Fantastic Mr. Fox though.
1: I need to see that. I've never seen that film. There's a lot of Wes Anderson that I've, I have not watched, but. He's just so cutesy now. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Anyway, what yeah. what, what else you got? What's number two? My number two is all about losing your mind. Ooh! In the twilight. Yeah, zone. baby. That was the one I far. <laughs> that was the one I <laughs> forgot about. I forgot about it too before you walked in, and it Why was did like we forget about this. We covered I the entire first season, and we taught we we had talked about it on the previous podcast, and we've been building up to this. This is season two of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. We've got some great actors who are going to be in this. Two from Community. We've got Joel McHale, and we got G. Jacobs. Gillian Jacobs, baby. And have you rewatched that trailer to spot her, by the way? I haven't yet. I okay. want to go
0: in blind. I think this season's going to rule. I think it's going to be less political or in-your-face political. I think we're going to have more of a traditional uh, Twilight
1: Zone. Less that's on that's your, my prediction. Less on the nose, more horror. It's going to be scarier, oh, so. spookier. We will end up having the Twilight Zone cast where we break it down And similar to what we did last year, it's so hard for me to believe that, especially right now, we have season two coming out during the pandemic, and we were so worried about season one getting off the ground. I I, didn't think this would happen. I really didn't.
0: One thing I'm not excited for, all however many episodes, probably 10, 10, dropping mm -hmm. on June 23rd, is that correct?
1: 25th. 25th. Thursday, they freaking love Thursdays, why? Just, I wanna do it weekly. Yeah. It was fun. When I they, like that. I like having that to look forward to. That was that was really cool. I wonder if they got a lot of complaints. That must have been the case. This could be part of their rebranding thing. Oh, that is a good point. Man, it is storming. It's like, very loud outside. outside. You p- can probably hear it through this, but it's hailing now.
0: I know. My yeah. I'm worried about my car. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Let's
1: wrap this up. Let's do it.
0: So New, numero one. You said you had a Netflix movie, mm-hmm. I assume? Yep. Is it directed by Spike Lee? Yep. Is it called Defy Bloods? Yep. It's the new Spike Lee joint. Oh, my gosh. The plot and part. So please. this is your number one, too? Yes, it's my number one. Ooh. Spike Lee, baby, four African-American Vietnam veterans return to Vietnam. They are in search of the remains of their fallen squad leader and the promise of buried treasure. Whew. This will look, the trailer looks
1: so good. I stopped the trailer, though, because I was like, this is three minutes long, and I don't want to see any more. I don't think it really gave anything away, but it looks like a Spike Lee joint of Apocalypse Now. That's what it looks like.
0: Delroy Lindo, Clark Peters, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Chadwick Boseman, Ooh.
1: among the cast. You remember when people were freaking out online about... See Bozeman losing all that weight, looking really thin and frail. On
0: I don't remember that.
1: It, it was like maybe three weeks ago, something like that. And everyone was going nuts because they're like, what happened to Black Panther? You know, he's Jeez. a man of muscle and now he looks so skinny. And as soon as this came out and dropped on YouTube, people said, oh, wait a second. He lost all the weight for this movie.
0: Last movie, 2018's Black Klansman, which... I liked, but I was mixed
1: on. And it's on HBO Max. It's yeah, about to go away. It. You liked it overall, correct? I Yes, I liked it. But at the same time, it's not the movie I expected. And I think that, honestly, I didn't like it as much as what I thought I would.
0: I didn't either. And I, I just felt that tonally it was it was super serious and it had all these deep themes. And then it was really broad and silly. Yeah. I want to
1: watch it again, though. It's on my list. I think I may watch it hopefully before it leaves hbo but I, I need to make a point in doing that mainly because of jd washington
0: oh i tell you um you know the new tenant preview came out and i said i kind of want to watch ballers And you start. to watch john david washington i watched the first two episodes i haven't gone back to it if because i never it's watched it's okay if i never watched it again i'd be okay but he's freaking awesome
1: I said, but you said that he's nuts though. Like he's Oh, it's F Bomb City. Oh. He he's banging chicks in bathrooms.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I have to see it. But yeah.
0: I can't wait for this movie.
1: I am really excited for this. It looked it just looks so good. I can't believe that you didn't finish the trailer, but Wait, man. it's not cuz I didn't like what I was seeing. I just wanted to go in fresh. No no, no spoilers, yeah but Friday the 12th.
0: But you and I both had that number 1. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that I I'm yeah, I really wasn't expecting where it would land on my list, but the more I thought about that trailer, it just blew me away. And honestly, speaking of all of the trailers that have been released for Defy Bloods, Perry Mason, Twilight Zone, love all the trailers. So that's the,
0: good somebody's doing their job.
1: <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's this pandemic it's bringing out the best in those trailer Editors,
0: so we have some good TV, some good movies or a movie, some music that could be good. We're gonna find out how June June shaping up to be
1: pretty awesome. I'm pumped for it. And what what do you think by the end of the month that theaters will start to reopen, like larger theaters, or do you think it'll be July before like Regal and AMC? Man, I don't know. At this,
0: I just saw this headline: Regal Cinemas has no current plans to reopen. I.
1: We're not getting Tenet in July, I can tell you that much. And Nolan. But now, granted. Just you you didn't watch it during Christmas. You didn't watch the, the trailer, right? For Tenet? I,
0: I watched it one time, and I, I would, if you haven't seen it for the off chance that you haven't oh. watched it, anybody listening, don't watch it. It shows a lot of action.
1: Yeah. And I feel like spoils a lot. It would I would have been a lot better off not knowing some of that stuff, but it's also stuff that you kind of know. However... Nolan does not say, I really can't say Nolan, because the editor of the trailer put in there, coming to theaters. That's what the the new poster says, too. Okay, so it doesn't give a date, but I bet you anything, WB's like, Nolan, stop saying it's coming out in July. It's just
0: not a smart move, I don't think, and people, I don't think, feel comfortable. So we're not going to see this next month. We're not going to see Mulan. Wonder Woman 1984. We're not going to see that new Russell Crowe joint oh Unhinged <laughs> Unhinged which they're like prom- promising that's going to be the first movie in theaters uh, I would say Wonder Woman's in trouble
1: yeah I-, I kind of hope that Unhinged comes out and they release it in all the drive- drive-ins drive it'd be so fitting yeah it'd be fun that'd be a lot of fun actually now do you-, do you think Lexi you and your fiance will go to one of the drive-ins local drive-ins yeah I think we'd go probably fool around
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so if tenant let's say that comes out in december i think that's a good it would be a good spot around christmas
1: that means yeah. we're not getting dune because dune's wb which blows yeah now what if that ends up destroying bond at the box office because bonds, well, bond's thanksgiving
0: right yeah thanksgiving and you think that's in question
1: Ugh. You think everything just scrap
0: to... everything till twenty twenty one?
1: Well, to be honest, at this point, I kind of wonder. But unless we end up having the unhinged movies, then that's fine to release those. But
0: dude, they, we have to. I would say by October we have to have stuff in
1: theaters. Halloween. What if Halloween's oh the gosh. first one back?
0: October is supposed to be. I believe is that is that where they moved Candyman?
1: Yes. Or is that September? I think it I'm pretty sure it's October, beginning of October.
0: I was thinking about that trailer again the other day and how amazing it is. And I'm so looking forward to that. I just can't. think of all the movies at this point. It's it's we're starting June. All the movies we would have seen so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Well missed a lot. Well, and I was just thinking of the fact that our we would have one of us would have been sprayed in the face at this point. <laughs> oh
0: jeez. And I don't know. I, I think that would still be up in the air because SpongeBob, that was oh, a saving grace. Right. That was like this. That was like this week actually. Yep. Sponge on the run, and and we would I think this week we as you know this week or last week we would have had the new Fast and Furious film. Mm-hmm. And that's not even until now, April 2021,
1: which was a wise choice from them by Universal to delay it.
0: That's a long delay. That
1: was the yeah. longest of
0: anybody so far
1: or yeah. up until that point. When it was announced that it was one year, I'm like, that's dumb. But now I'm like, Ooh. yeah, that's, oh, geez. Just think of how, I like, mean, when they announced the
0: Bond thing, and I've said this before, I was like, this is the stupidest. Why would you do this? This is stupid. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, they uh, clearly makes a lot of sense. But a lot of stuff is starting to reopen. I just don't think, People want to sit in a crowded room. So tenant is not going to happen.
1: I'll say if there is a virus subplot or plot for Bond, I don't think it's coming out and by Thanksgiving. But how do you – do you do it next year? How long do you wait? That's that's a really good question for a different day, I think, because there are a lot of films that it deals with. Okay, The Hunt. The Hunt ended up dealing with a similar – well, I I really can't compare it, but – where it was about, like, gun violence. And whenever that was such a huge topic, when is it not a huge topic in America, but when that movie basically came under fire, then Universal pushed it back, and then they just, like, released it suddenly. And to think that was one of the last films that we got in theaters. They released it suddenly and then
0: promoted it as this controversial film. Why not just release it from the get-go as this controversial film?
1: Um, it probably would have made more money. It, it was would. a freaking bomb. yeah. And it went up on COVID. That, that's nuts. That weekend, COVID weekend, we got The Hunt, Bloodshot, and the uh, Christian film, like, uh, I Still I Believe. I Still
0: Believe. Yeah. And um, The Way Back is still the last thing I saw in theaters. Ooh. Ben Affleck, looking great, by the way. We saw yeah. pictures of him out and about with his hot new girlfriend Whew. on a De Armas, who I didn't know they were dating. Dude, he looks awesome. He's, he's
1: done that just for her. Apparently so. He looks like he's probably about 32 yeah he's he's honestly back in that bat shape what if they announce that he's coming back for another batman film i well with justice league i'm pumped for it by the way i was looking he was in the last david fincher film that was released for gone girl is not weird that was the last was fincher so film we ago. got 2014
0: yeah i think fincher's working on something
1: now for netflix though, yeah
0: with gary oldman
1: yeah, and uh And he had
0: Mindhunter. Yeah, he's been busy about.
1: with Mindhunter, so that's understandable, but man. Anyways. Rest in peace, Mindhunter. I need to watch that. I need to start it. Never have. It was good, but uh no one watched it except for me, so oh, it looks good. I've I've it's on the in the queue, but maybe maybe that will have to happen before the five bloods. Nah Jeez. <laughs> it's really coming down at that. We gotta go. Yeah, we got we gotta end this because the power's about to cut out, so Until next time, film fans, keep watching.